happy girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. In this episode of the Woman at the Well Ministries podcast, join Kim Miller and Erica Close in a conversation as we walk with Jesus. In today's conversation, we complete our series on the topic of developing spiritual habits that lead to a deeper relationship with Christ. Today, we talk about studying God's Word deeply and how deep study draws us into a deeper relationship with the Savior. Well, thank you all so much for joining us in this podcast. I am Erica Close, and I am here with... Hello, I am Kim Miller, and I just appreciate all of the people who are listening in to grow deeper in their relationship with Jesus Christ. That is our goal for all of our friends and family and all of our listeners and supporters of our ministry, and it is a prayer that we have, and I promise you your decision to grow deeper in the Word will reward you abundantly. Absolutely. We just had a conversation as we were preparing to record this podcast about what a blessing and benefit it is to have a working knowledge of the scriptures. Amen. To be able to know where to go, to be able to know how to look, maybe not remember the exact place, but to remember something about the verse so you have the ability to go find it. But having that working knowledge of the scriptures doesn't come without study. Amen. And it doesn't come without deep study. We've talked in previous podcasts in this series about reading the Bible, reading through it, we could say, without deep study, but reading. And we've talked about memorizing verses so that we truly have them written on our hearts in their entirety But today what we're going to talk about is study. And we are talking about a Bible study method that we have clearly explained on our website. But before we get to that, I think we need to talk about why it is so important that we study God's Word. And when we start, I think the key verse that we would put forth related to this is 2 Timothy 2.15, which says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Our goal as believers is to be able to rightly divide the word of truth, to be able to open it up, to open up God's word and understand what it really what it really means for each and every one of us. And additionally, when it says rightly divide the word of truth, I think it is also telling us to know the scriptures. 
and be familiar with the scriptures and let them be a tool in our hand so that when an occasion comes, we know what verse to read. When an issue happens in our lives, we know what the scripture says about how to deal with that issue. So we know how to rightly apply the scriptures as well as rightly understand what the scriptures are really saying because we are warned in the Bible many times to not listen to false doctrine and we are going to be bombarded with it in our lives. So understanding what the scripture says is vitally important, but understanding how to use the Bible as a tool to apply to your life in situations. So you know what God's point of view is on that situation. What is God's recipe for it? I love that you talk about um, using God's word as a, as a tool because that phrase in 2 Timothy 2.15 says, a workman, right? To, for us to be able to work for the Lord, we have to know his word. And it says, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. And I, the, the shame that's called out in that verse is needing to apply the Bible and not knowing it to be able to do so. Right. Not that there is shame in that. It's more like, that's a shame, Right, that is really unfortunate when we're in that situation and we need to do the thing that God's word would have us to do and we don't know what to do. It sets us up to live so far below our privileges. Because if you don't know the promises of God, it's pretty hard to claim the promises of God. Absolutely. When you don't know the promises of God, you don't know the character of God, you don't see how he moves and demonstrates his love for you, you miss an amazing opportunity to increase your faith. Because the more you know about God, the more you love God. And the more you know about him and love him, the, the greater your faith increases. It's exponentially. So I think there's another verse that we should talk about as we're talking about why we study deeply. And that's 1 Peter 3.15. Oh, love that verse. And it says... But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. You know, uh, I know that it opens up with sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. And for many people that translates to memorizing, and I believe that is vitally important as well. But sanctifying your heart and allowing the Bible and God to penetrate it, because we can never lose sight of the fact that the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And therefore, when we are in the Word, we are with Jesus. And I, we can't lose sight of that. That's, that's a way to commune and to learn about Him and to understand Him, but to be with Him. But I love that it says to be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you the reason of the hope that is within you. I'm not sure that you've ever thought about it, but the reality of it is, is that our lives are to be a light unto the world. We are told that in Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. And he says, So let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And I believe this verse is reflecting back to that. People see something different about you. People know 
that you have a hope and a joy that they just don't have, then it opens the door for you to successfully do the, the Great Commission, yeah. which is to go you into all the world and teach and preach the gospel. And the gospel is the love of Jesus Christ to save souls. And simply by having this Bible knowledge, understanding who it is, and living out what we know if we know Scripture, we are told in Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16, that light that you're shining and putting out on a hill for all to see is going to give you an opportunity for them to ask you questions about why you have hope and the, a working knowledge of the Scriptures. You can tell them about the promises that uphold and undergird your faith. You can talk about the instances of love and that He changes not and that He's the same yesterday and today and forevermore and that nothing can separate you from the love of God and that when you keep your mind on Christ Jesus your eyes fixed on him you have a peace and that he gives you a peace that passes understanding and a joy unspeakable and full of glory and every single one of those truths are a scripture written in his word and that all can be given to someone else who is down and out or or just like I want what you have but you got to be able to point into the word of God to let them know Jesus says this. And that's what I mean by working knowledge of the scriptures. And that comes from study. Oh my goodness. Yes. You know, second Timothy three also talks so much about why we need to know God's word because God's word itself does so many things. If we start in second Timothy three in verse 14, we read, But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Then this is a big verse, verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction into right, for, excuse me, for instruction in righteousness, in verse 17, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. We have to be furnished. We have to be ready to do the good works that God has called us to do. And we can only do that when we know what he's called us to do. In addition to that, I believe when he says that the man may be made perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. He says, I have given you everything you need in order to love me, live for me, obey me, and live the life I promised in John 10.10, which is that you would have an abundant life. He has a plan for us to prosper us and to give us a hope. And I believe it's the word of God that reveals the roadmap to navigate this life. Absolutely. We need to have the words to give others. The last verse that we need to share in this section on why it's so important that we know God's word deeply and have it in us is Proverbs twenty-five eleven, which says, A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pictures of silver. Knowing who God is, and being able to use 
his words in situations to bring peace and comfort and joy. There's nothing quite like it. So I believe we have made, or the word has made, a very clear understanding that we all need to be studying it and we all need to learn it and we all need to live by it. But Erica, it's, that's one thing to say it, mm-hmm. but how about you help them understand how they can get started and just sort of a process for beginning to study. And even if you've been studying for a long time, uh, this is still the process that I use and I've been studying it for many, many years. So why don't you give them the tips that we would have in our daily study? Absolutely. So first of all, I do want to just say again that this whole method is on our website. If you go to watwm.org, you'll see study God's word and you'll be able to find this method. And this is the method that um, we all use um, here at Women of the Well Ministries to study. And it's a method that is just it's a plan. I think when we decide to study God's word deeply, we just have to decide what we're going to do. So this is our plan. This is what we do. So the first thing that we do is that we have a specific time. We make an appointment with the Lord to sit down and to study, um, to study his word. We always study his word with uh, with an actual Bible, with a paper Bible. Now we may have a an app also to do some searching or a website. If you look at our show, not, show notes, we always um, we link to Bible Gateway. Many of us uh, use that just to look up different scriptures. So we may have some f- tools along with our Bible, but we all study and read in a paper, physical Bible. And then we take notes. So a notebook or um, a pad of paper, however you want to organize that, a journal. But something, because what you learn is important, and it's important enough that you want to be able to go back with it. I often use a computer file. Yeah, I type mine too. I I do type mine a lot. Um, But when you begin, the very first thing that you have to do is you have to pray, right? You have to pray as you begin your study and ask that God would open up his word to, to your heart so that you would have the understanding. And then you start going through the passage that you're studying. And you may study one or two verses each day. That doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean you're doing this for a whole chapter. You wouldn't have time to do this for a whole chapter. But if you're going deeply, deeply means one or two verses a day. So you're going to read that passage through completely. If you're just studying a couple of verses, perhaps you're reading the whole chapter just as a, just as a refresher. I think it's really helpful to read it out loud because I think when we hear things through our ears, we, we hear things we wouldn't necessarily see if we were just reading it with our eyes. And then we copy the verse out. So even if we are using a computer and we're saving this you know, in, a, in a file in our notes, we type it out. We're not just copy pasting, right? We're right. typing it out because there is, there is something learned in writing. There is something learned in typing it out. And so it's exactly word for word what it says in God's word. So after we've written the Bible verse out exactly word for word as it is found in God's word, we're writing out what the verse says. We ask ourselves, what does the verse say? So for example, if the Bible verse was John 3.16, we would have written out, 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So our next step is to write out what the verse says, which just means we're going to write it out again in more simple language. So for example, we might write, God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. So there's just a few words that are different there, but especially, say, if you're reading in the King James, you might change a thou to a you or believeth to believe, something like that to make the language a little more simple. Then you're going to ask yourself another question. You're going to ask yourself, what does the verse mean? And so you're going to write out the meaning of the verse or verses. What does that verse actually mean? Here's our example for John 3:16. God loved the world so much that he gave us his son so that by believing on him, we will have life in heaven forever. So we took that verse, we looked at what it said, made it a little more simple, and then we looked at what that verse actually means. And then for that verse, for each verse that we study, we ask one of the most important questions. How does the verse apply to my life? So then we write out how the verse applies to my life. For example, I would write, God gave his son for me. I might even say, God gave his son for me, Erica. By accepting this gift of salvation, I have eternal life in heaven. So I've written out God's word exactly as it appears in the Bible. I've written out what it says. I've written out what it means. And I've written out how it applies to my life. Then, say I'm studying a couple verses, I might do that again for each verse. But the last thing that I do is I take the opportunity to summarize what I've read. That might include a little more application. That might include a little more application to a specific issue that's going on in your life or a specific circumstance that you find yourself in. But you don't miss the opportunity to kind of go back and put it all together. And then the last thing that we do is that we end our deep study of God's word exactly how we began, and that's with prayer. So in the beginning, we prayed that God would help us to understand his word and that he would open it up in our hearts. At the end of our Bible study, we're praying that God would take these truths that we've learned, these applications that we found, and help us to continue to apply those to our life. So that's a lot, but that is a tried and true way that you can study God's word. And it's our prayer that you think about what we've talked about. Perhaps use these tips to be able to do it. But what we really pray is that whatever method you choose, you choose to study God's word. Remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. 
You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father. And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved. Happy girl